You're listening to the Social Selling Simplified Podcast. Stick around if you too are obsessed with learning things that actually work and believe that success leaves clues. We're all about identifying results-producing roadmaps and getting super clear on how to scale and grow your online business. From part-timer to president, social selling expert Ashley Shaw will help you connect the dots and take the guesswork out of what works to grow a social selling empire. It's time to hear from social selling legends, listen in on truthful conversations, and learn the best tips and tricks to reduce the marketing overwhelm so you can build the social selling business of your dreams. If you're ready to go all in, no holding back, and build the business you've always wanted, you're in the right place. Here's your host, educator, social selling guru, and fitness industry OG, Ashley Shaw. Welcome to Social Selling Simplified. I'm your host, Ashley Shaw. And in today's episode, I'm talking about the best money-making strategies that we are implementing in 2023 with my good friend, Bria Gad. So in this episode, we're going to be breaking down the things that made the biggest impact for us in 2022 and how that is shaping where we focus and what we put our time into in the upcoming year. So both of us have seen lots of things make an impact, but there were a couple of key things that made the biggest impact in the bottom line in our business. And what's kind of cool about it is that they were extremely similar. So you're definitely not going to want to miss this episode because we're going to make it super easy for you to also implement some of these best money-making strategies. Hey coach, I finally have something that I've been dreaming of providing for you. I know that you definitely didn't start this business because you really felt like pestering your friends and family and getting ghosted by everyone. Chasing people down or having to follow up with them is definitely hard work and it can feel so awkward and uncomfortable for everyone involved. But your upline probably told you that this is what successful people do. And they didn't mention to you that unless you're this superstar salesperson right off the bat, you're gonna struggle forever if you keep doing it that old school way. 99% of coaches quit because they suddenly declare themselves this expert online and then go back and ask everyone who knew them to just start buying from them when they just started working out last week. And this problem applies to all network marketers, not just coaches. But the 1% that actually succeed have made it because they've caught on to a different system that's been proven to work. And it's just something that nobody really talks about. It's all about taking some simple steps to position yourself as an influencer first. So soon, instead of asking people to talk to you, you'll attract ideal customers who are already excited to learn from you and buy from you. They'll know exactly what you're about and how you can help them. Go to ashleyshaw.ca slash F your upline to learn more and see exactly what I'm talking about. You don't have to hunt people down and make them talk to you in order to get your bills paid for the rest of your life. Check out my short book called F what your upline said and get an entirely different approach that will feel much more organic and authentic. That's ashleyshaw.ca slash F your upline. I'm so excited for you to start implementing these four simple changes in your business and see how it absolutely transforms how you feel about your business and the results that you're able to get. Okay, yeah. So the big question is, what is happening in 2023 in terms of trends, things that are working in business, things that are 
yeah, cutting edge, leading edge. So I'll share a little bit about what we've been noticing at the end of uh, 2022. I was like, what year is it? Okay, 2022. Yes, (laughs) (laughs) that's where we're at. Um, Okay, so one of the things we've really noticed is that there's been, we used to do like a ton of promotions and different things like that with our email list. And Mm -hmm. I've really noticed that there has been an increased demand for higher ticket items for sure in our course offering at the, I guess it would have been in August, July, sort of made the switch to what I'm going to invest my time in is more mastermind level Mm -hmm. and working more with a smaller group more intimately. Mm -hmm. And so I started, yeah, working with some amazing people in the network marketing space. Mm -hmm. And the biggest thing that was missing that I was seeing this like kind of repeating pattern of was that they were missing their own signature offer. So -hmm. it's like you could get to a certain point in network marketing, but then, you know, it was like, okay, like progress is kind of stalling out or I want to retire from network Mm -hmm. marketing and have something else. So I don't want to leave that income behind, you know, what do I need to do? So that's when we started the mastermind. And that led me to, (laughs) this was like an afterthought. I was like, I need to build a course that goes along with this. Mm -hmm. So I've been, I've released and opened the mastermind and then started building out the course to go along with it, to teach people how to put together their signature offer so Mm -hmm. that they could essentially run ads and do it in a way that was effective, essentially. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, And then what we started finding is that a lot of the higher ticket offers, like, um, so Authentic Marketing Funnel, we put out a lifetime offer. So like, pay once, get it just done for you for marketing for life. Mm -hmm. That that seemed to really do well, which was quite a bit different than what... um, We had first started with a lot of low ticket offers and items. Um, And yeah, I don't know if it was a combination of it being just different that people had not seen it before. So it kind of freshened things up a bit, but definitely from a revenue standpoint as a business, like back in the days we used to sell like $30 plans and, you know, you would have to sell so many to hit like, you know, a certain level. And this switch up is like, okay. So there's like a couple calls that you do and you can still hit those same, same levels. Now, obviously the delivery on product is different and stuff like that, but I would say that's a trend definitely that in 2023, we're seeing like with the addition of those two offers, and then we've added a done for you funnel as well. So like we're completely building out people's funnels. I was hearing on, again, this was like a last minute thought. I was hearing from people on these mastermind calls that they're like, I just hate the tech. And I was like, oh, me too. I hate the tech. Like the worst part of it ever. And after hearing that enough times, I was like, you know what? Why don't we just start building out people's funnels for them? They'll submit all their deliverables and then we'll build it. So we've basically, this has been Bill's brainchild project sort of thing. Um, He's been working with a developer um, in the Netherlands and basically it would replace Kajabi, ClickFunnels, mm-hmm. and your email service provider. Because we were like, you know, you get all these bills, right? For these, we never used Kajabi or whatever, but our website was crashing all the time. And we were like, dang, we got to do something different. 
we could have, you know, used Kajabi and ClickFunnels, but, you know, by the time you pay. You know, ClickFunnels, I've learned now in my own experience, doesn't, it's not full service the way Kajabi does. You still have to have an email service. So you end up paying so much more, you know, Kajabi might be on the higher end for a, you know, website situation, but it's a real one-stop shop. So I totally get why that's, yeah, like where some of that stuff is coming in. It's a bit frustrating. Yeah, it can be so like crazy expensive. So basically, Bill was like, you know what? I think I'm just going like I'm just going to start working on any of these. Let's pick the high the most expensive one and I'm going to build out like we'll build out the software to do it for ourselves so we don't have <laughs> those reoccurring bills at the um each year. So we kind of started with cloud type stuff. I'd <laughs> say that like in air quotes because I really <laughs> understand like yeah sure, I know. On the cloud like you know sure storage is an issue or whatever so that's where it kind of started from and anyway so done for you funnels and then being able to provide the, the software that goes along with it so that you're not having to pay all those extra fees so we're working mm-hmm. on the email uh, service provider portion right now because our our uh, active campaign bill was like 10 grand a year Something like that. So it was like, okay, this is sort of worth like if we invest 10 grand in building this out, mm-hmm. it'll just continue to pay off and save. So, sure. yeah. So I would say that is probably one of the biggest tweaks we are making in 2023 is focusing more on what do, what are the higher ticket and higher value mm-hmm. offerings that help people more than just like, here's 30 posts. <laughs> Yeah, you know, it's so funny. I would fully agree on what you're saying there because, and I don't know that I nailed it as clearly in my mind, like as you just did right there, but I I think it's because I'm actually finding it easier as well to sell people into like a a larger one-on-one coaching offer than these small little bitty offers. And I'm wondering if that has more to do with a couple things. One, people know, like we're just so inundated with, even like, like the Netflix and the HBO and the Hulu and like all these small little, like the death by a thousand cuts, which we can never really maximize on because we're just so overwhelmed by everything that we never really get, we never utilize it to the best of it. So we we recognize that we're already spending all these little bites and not actually getting the progress that we want. And I think also maybe people are just really used to spending money online now that it's not such a scary thing to invest in a larger piece and they want that real belly to belly action, you know, like you to me and me to you in sort of a mastermind or in, you know, for me, I I have private coaching and then I do live training with a semi-private coaching. So it's, you know, like eight people, one to eight, which is very similar to a mastermind, I guess, similar concept. Mm. And I just think, you and I were talking about this before as well. I think two things. One, I think that's what people are, they're ready to invest. They know. And then, and then the other piece is that they know that when they invest, especially if it's an uncomfortable amount, they follow through, right? It's bigger Mm -hmm. accountability for us. When people invest in your large ticket items or mine, that's why all of our clients get results. It's because Mm -hmm. they have made this investment and they don't want to fail. And so they don't. It's a, it has a lot of mindset piece to it. I think the psychology behind it for people, right? Yeah, I'd actually heard something. I think it was from Aaron Fletcher, actually, who, as we were chatting about earlier, has been someone that I've been diving into uh, a lot of his mm-hmm. material and courses. But he says that 
you have to be an expert marketer, like beyond expert and have millions and millions of dollars to spend to focus on low ticket. It's actually easier to get a higher ticket product up and running. And the profitability is there sooner when you run like that versus trying to compete with all the other low ticket offers. Yeah. Interesting. That was interesting. Yeah. Cause most people start out like in that way, they think, oh, well, if my product is really cheap, it'll be easier to get more people into mm-hmm. that. And really like it, you know, it makes sense. You can deliver so much more value in the higher ticket scenario and not have to, yeah, try to cut through like, and be at that level where you're competing with everyone, where everything is commoditized mm-hmm. um, at that point where people are just competing on price. Yeah. 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 And, and not to mention, like we just, we, we, we have recognized like with TikTok videos and a humanity, we kind of have, you know, the attention span of a goldfish right now. So mm-hmm. committing to something that's more in depth, more longer really helps us, like, I think, get deeper, dig down, drill down into the heart of our real issues, which has a lot to do with mindset for everyone. There's always a strategy needed. And that is what you're paying for. You know, you want to make sure mm-hmm. you're investing in someone who has the receipts, has proof and testimonials. But um I think that's what helps them get down in there is when they make that bigger investment and they get in there and they're getting the great strategy and the mental support and the accountability that comes along with it. Mm -hmm. Did you just say when someone has the receipts? Yeah. Is that, is it, did you, did you coin that or did? No, I heard that from Tiffany Carter who says that often. Did you hear someone? No, I it just reminded me, Bria, of your dad when he (laughs) once said, um, about uh, every venture that you're on, like every job that you've ever had is like a savings account oh, and it just God. adds up. And so yeah. it just, I was like, yeah, I'd coin that too. Cause it's brilliant. The, that is, you had the receipt I remember that. Yeah. I mean, it's just true, right? Yeah. It's yeah. like proof, right? It's just another way of saying, I guess, testimonials, but <laughs> <laughs> things your parents say to you that it get ingrained right all the way down deep, right? I know. Absolutely. Uh, The other thing that we have been seeing a super interesting uh, change with coming to the end of 2022 has actually been the way that we have been marketing. Mm -hmm. So we used to do a ton of uh, freebies and different, you know, kind of different things like that, like trying to put different freebies or small offers in front of people, Mm -hmm. um, like or under $100, basically sort Mm -hmm. of idea. And when we were looking at everything, it was crazy how much was actually coming from workshops and that being the way that we were able to give people the aha moments they needed to Mm -hmm. actually take action. And it was this like kind of huge flashlight when we were looking at all of our numbers month over month, it was like, man, these like smaller, you know, under a hundred dollar promos or various things are really not helping to deliver the value mm-hmm. that that people need to you know want to work with you and have a uh, this aha moment. So mm-hmm. we've completely changed our strategy that way. We used to only do two launches a year. We would do a launch in July and January and that was about it and they were always workshop style. Mm-hmm. Um and they always seemed to make quite a big 
impact and do well. But then we would do like promos throughout the year and different things like that. So we just realized like we're not going to be investing in a bunch of promos mm-hmm. um, each month where we send out various emails and different things like that. I'm completely focused on workshop, like teaching, right. uh, delivery. And then this month coming up, I am uh, launching a Facebook, well, I say Facebook group challenge, but really I, I'm going to call them mini challenges. Mm-hmm. So I've been studying this uh, this guy, Caleb. I can't for the life of me recall his last name, but it was one of those things that Bill was like, you really got to watch this training from this Irishman on like these Facebook groups and whatever. And I was like, all right, only took me like a year to get around to it. And I was like, okay, I guess, like, I guess I can invest into this now. And I watched it and I was like, my mind is blown by how these group challenges are basically like you take a workshop and you chunk it into four or five days of implementable training. Mm. And so The idea is you have a Facebook group and you open and you close it and Mm -hmm. you basically at the end of it, you technically like block everyone from the group. Um, Mm. And what that does is it allows you to re-invite them. Like if you start another challenge, but Mm. it also really creates that urgency that uh, for us, we've always had a free Facebook group and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And I know there's lots of, lots of people that do find that that is something they want to do. But like, where the heck is the sales strategy? Like, right. you're just going to post in there. And anyway, I was getting sick and tired of the the whole, like, this does not have a sales strategy. What are we doing with this? Like, we need yeah. to, you know, move people, help people have the aha moments they need to move along in the process. So mm-hmm. you open and close your group and to get people in, you have, you would have an opt-in and you would have, um, the five day or however many day challenge that you're going to do alongside Mm -hmm. of it to implement something. And then it's broken into like a three day warm up period, five days of training, and then you have your close at the end. So just depending on, you know, it could be about a 12 day period of open and close. Mm -hmm. And then the other interesting thing with it is you back it also with emails that go out um, and you send one in the morning uh, and then you resend to non-openers in mm. the evening at 8 p.m. with a different subject line. Mm. So it's like a very, um, I like to think of it as easy, just in the sense that I was talking to my team today about it. And a couple of my, the people on my team were like, Ashley, like, I know that you love this idea, but how are you going to make this bite sizable? Because my goal is to implement this actually into AMF the authentic marketing funnel to give, you know, give people all the content they would need to run their own challenge Mm -hmm. every other month. I would say every month will be too, that'll be too much. Like that's Mm -hmm. a lot, you know, especially if it's 12 days, you just need time to have Mm -hmm. your kind of post recap what happened and what do we need to do differently in the next one? Like, and have that, that space for that. But I'm really excited about it because I think that it is something that it pushes us to simplify it. If that's yeah. how my team's feeling, like it's, it's, how are you going to templatize this? I'm like, watch me just watch. This is, <laughs> this is happening. This is yeah. now. Um, so yeah, those are the two things that have been really working on like generating, I guess I would call it like generating leads and customers have been mm-hmm. workshops and mm-hmm. I'm putting a bet on um, challenges in 2023. Those would be the, 
kind of the two areas. I love it. You know, I, one thing that I had been thinking about and speaking with another business strategist about is, um, you know, we have, we create these courses, sort of our, these signature courses, right. And then you have them for purchase in a way as they're evergreen, but then what you do is run, you know, the occasional challenge alongside it. To, so it just gives that sub- real support and accountability to taking people through the course. So you're not just buying the course and letting it sit in your email, you know, hoping to do it or starting it, never finishing it. You almost have this incentivized more, again, more belly to belly contact when you are coaching someone through the program as well. So it's an upsell, but it's, you know, and they get more of you specifically in your attention, but it kind of amalgamates that you know, signature course piece with that challenge concept that you're talking about. And I think that there's something there for sure, you know, Mm -hmm. helping people implement and getting their wins, I think is always powerful and doing something differently is what humanity needs all the time. Cause we get stagnant and stale in the same stuff. It's not that it doesn't work. It's that it's just not as exciting for us anymore. And in a life that is very routine or very mundane, sometimes we need things to really switch it up and be different. And that's a really good point because it's almost like it's a lead magnet on steroids because it's mm-hmm. like, you know, the typical purpose of a lead magnet, you want to see those quick wins right away. And this is just mm-hmm. like, I'm going to hold your hand through and, you know, commit to me this time each day. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to make sure you get through all those hoops and be here mm-hmm. to answer any questions. And the uh, interesting thing about what uh, actually, again, like Aaron Fletcher does is when he runs these types of groups, he records obviously all the training he does. That becomes part of his course, like the next course that he's running. So you're like, okay, this is very, very smart. Like mm-hmm. being able to kind of uh, stack all those things together. So it's not just a, like a, a a challenge that you're just doing it to do it, but you're able to reuse and recycle all that in its own course. Smarter, not harder. It's great. And then it can also be put into a vault, which I think we were talking about earlier, you know, where it's then brought out and given as a bonus or, you know, for, you know, it's a very exclusive bonus to certain people. Um, So there's a lot of opportunity, I think, for repurposing content that way. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. Are there any uh, trends that you're seeing in terms of lead generation and kind of kicking the ball off with client or customer acquisition or anything that you're finding has kind of shifted this year? I mean, I definitely think this year we've seen a massive, you know, push and growth in like reels. I think we all know that in terms of like, in terms of getting out in front of people. And I mean, ultimately, I think we all know if you're playing in the social media playground, you got to play by their rules. And that's what they're, you know, that's what Instagram has been focused on is really like, pushing the reels um, like it was once the stories and now it's the reels. So I think, you know, sometimes we fight these things or sometimes we think we're too late to the party. But at the end of the day, I just think when it comes to social media, like just be a joiner and and join the playground. Like Mm -hmm. it helps you develop your skills. It helps you, you know, and, and then you're working with them. I mean, we're using them for free a lot of the time. So it's, you're like, okay, well, I'm going to come and I'm going to follow your rules and then I'm going to get the benefits of that. So I definitely think in terms of getting out in front of more people, what I think that creators like us don't always recognize is we can get caught in making content that, um, on social that drives views, but 
we cannot forget, like, I think that's, it's nice. It's nice to expand our network that way, but we almost want to think about our reels and our content. It's like, let's get a good, get a good reel out that is funny and then gets us out in front of more people. But then the next one really should be that like face to camera training so that people are getting the value of who you are. I think we used to do it more in stories, but now I think reels is where it's at. It's how people get to know, like you're a legitimate human with a legitimate something to say and not just entertainment value. We want, though they convert, I guess is my point. So that's something I've noticed this year is that it used to be like, oh, let's get all the likes and all the engagement. And now it's like, who cares? It's needs, you need to be focused on what converts. And it really doesn't matter how many people are following you or how many likes or engagements you're getting on your posts. Because as an Instagram user, or as a social media user, I have to remind myself to like people's stuff just to be like, oh my gosh, thank you. Because I forget, right? Again, goldfish memory. We're so busy doing other things. People can't see my hand, my hand <laughs> typing and liking, you know, we don't always stop. And I think if that's how I'm acting, I have to assume that that's how a lot of people are acting. So we want to recognize that, you know, a shift in the trend of you know, again, in social media land of it really doesn't matter what's getting you views. It's what's converting out there for you. Mm. Yeah, I've talked to quite a few of the group in my mastermind about this, because I think people can get so attached to the end result and mm-hmm. how my views of social media have changed mm-hmm. this past year has really more so been about I'm testing different hooks all the time. And if you go and look at your uh, social media, let's say you were looking at reels and you wanted to look at views and engagement, there's the 80, 20 rule happening within that of like, what are people engaging with? And we just started to see this trend. And this is probably where actually, I don't know if I've ever told this story, but I'm going to, I'm going to share it here. And I don't even have a glass of wine in hand. (laughs) Inhibitions are just maybe this is what pregnancy is doing to me. It's making me (laughs) much more honest about things, but we basically were putting out a bunch of stuff with reels Mm -hmm. and noticing that like a lot of the upline stuff was connecting really well with the audience. And I think it's just because, you know, if you know what an upline is or you don't like you're either perfect for me or you're not. Yeah. one, One of my husband's friends is always like, I always watch your stuff on social media, but I have no idea what's going on or what an upline is. And I'm like, that's perfect, Steve. You're not supposed to know. Like, you're not my target market. <laughs> you're not. You're the opposite, complete opposite of my target market. So we started to notice trends with these sort of things, like what people were responding to. And uh, we had originally, the title of the book that uh, we released last year, our uh, one of our copywriters he had come up with, it was called celebrity magnetism. And everyone was kind of like, okay, what's it like, you know, trying to like understand this concept. And like, you know, sometimes you hear something for the first time and you're like, I was underwhelming. I'm not really sure what to think of that. And uh, so anyways, we get on a call with like, so the structure of my team is uh, two, two of the gals are my cousins. Emily's our operations like VP of operations. And then Sarah's our editorial director. So these are my dad's, my dad's sister. It's his, uh, uh, her uh, daughters and they're, uh, so they're in California. They were at the time one's in Tennessee now, but anyways, so sometimes we just get on calls and we just like, you know, it's really fun to just be honest and whatever. 
And so we get rolling and so, like, I, I can't remember who said it, if it was Emily or Sarah, but there, they, it just came out like, fuck what your upline said. And it was like, that's it. <laughs> that is the hook. That is the hook. And it was like this kind of like annoying, but beautiful process all at yeah. the same time. Because on one hand, you're like, I just want to like squeeze it to get it right. And like, mm-hmm. it just was never going to be right until that aha moment hit of like, that is the pain of like, I'm doing everything that I'm being told and it's not working. Why is it not working? You know? Um, So we completely switched gears and that's how the book ended up getting called. What it was, was from one of these random meetings. And uh, yeah. So anyways, the, the whole idea of looking at reels as like this testing ground to see what what is because they were your audience is really the one determining what like for us like what words we're using and what things Mm -hmm. like we need to do more of instead Mm -hmm. of um you know like us really leading the charge there I want to know more of like what's helpful and what you know what do you want more of and that just really you know spun things on its head for us and really pushed us in the right direction oh I love that yeah It's a great hook line, such a great hook line. It does kind of catch the attention. And I do love a hook line that you're right, immediately um, hits your niche, right? And push it, makes it very clear who it's for, who it's not for. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it, um, what we've actually been able to do is with those reels, like we, we've got to get kind of back into this. We were doing this really consistently before, but every reel we were creating, it had, um, I would call it like, add potential. So what I mean by that is that I know it has a great hook. It's got a great, um, body, like Mm -hmm. in terms of, um, we're explaining the story, we're, Mm -hmm. you know, sharing some testimonials, things like that. And then there's a great call to action that actually leads to a place we want people to go. So we were doing, uh, you know, and we measure this actually, it's one of our scorecard metrics is like how many posts this week are ad worthy that we Mm -hmm. could, take and have the the bones of like a really great ad, but we've seen it kind of go a little bit viral. So we already know it's going to work with our audience and then we right. can convert it into an ad. So we've been playing a lot with that this year, like uh, in terms of, yeah, playing with ads and reels and things like that. It's almost like, you know, the trend is, is recognizing that it's, you know, it is, it is a playground. Like it's an experimenting mm-hmm. playground. Like when you're marked as what marketing is because it has everything to do with the market and very little to do with us and what we're trying, you know, it's like, how do we get out in front of those people? And when you experiment and consistently experiment, then you're getting comfortable with just with that playground. And then it doesn't matter when it shifts because it's the same, same thing. We're just testing, constantly testing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've seen some like uh, the a couple of the coaches I'm working with have seen some super interesting things in being able to treat it that way. Mm-hmm. Cause you're not afraid to um, kind of go out of your comfort zone and practice mm-hmm. in some different areas. And yeah, it's really, you know, I'd love to say there's like, Oh, there's this secret formula for like what exactly is going to work for everyone. And the truth mm-hmm. is it's like all these coaches and what we've seen for ourselves too is the only formula is to keep doing more of what's working. Like that is the, you know, that is the formula. Yep. And you have to pay attention to that at the same time. Otherwise you're just not going to get there. Exactly. And so what would you say that 
you know, when you think about the next year, where are you going to be investing and putting your focus, would you say, in 2023? I think in in our landscape, like it's always critical to be investing time and or money on, you know, our own pain points, right? Like our own pain is typically, you know, healing ourselves and fixing our own problems is really like our moneymaker. It's how we help other people do the same thing in whatever that is, right? So, you know, it doesn't even matter the the product or the service. It's like you obviously had a pain there or you recognized a pain. So So always investing in that piece, you know, is really important. So for me in my landscape, that's really consistently investing in my health, consistently investing in better understanding of like hormones and menopause and perimenopause. And what's happening out in the world for women talking to more women, because that's my niche about that. So there's that piece always. And then I would say, you know, in the other pieces, yeah, is I guess investing more in, well, I think it's always valuable to invest in people who, if you want to grow your business and people who can help you do the things that you don't need to do, that you don't need to be doing. So you can get back mm-hmm. into being focused on the, and the areas that you do, which is, is the creating in these right now. I think if the trends are um, like mini challenges and, you know, signature offers and getting really closely bigger offers with people, how can we make those even more valuable? How can we make those even um get more results for people. And so that's, I think if that answers it, that's where I will be investing Mm. my time and energy is like how to better myself so that I can make that area, the part that no one else can do, but me even better, and then just pay other people to do the other stuff. Mm, Interesting. I, um, yeah, that part about, uh, pain points, um, made me remember, I think, I can't remember if it was Brene Brown or, somebody, I think it was Brittany Brown. And she talks about how raising children is like healing your own trauma. Yes. I think that is Brene Brown. Yeah. And it just like clicked to me. Holy smokes. Like an entrepreneur, I feel like raising like, and helping people that are like one or two, you know, you're always, your ideal customer is usually one or two stages before where you are right now it's sort of healing that trauma. It's like the things you learn, you're like, okay, I'm going to save you a bunch of time here. Let me just tell you how this gets done properly so that you don't have to go through that trauma that I went through to get here. And that's really, you know, the interesting gift around um, masterminds and things like that. So I, I know I was sharing earlier, we've invested in a mastermind this upcoming year and we've noticed the biggest lever in our business has always been ads and really mm-hmm. understanding how do we get in front of more people? Because if we can do that in a cost-effective way and the ads pay for themselves, like that's just how we've seen the most. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We've just been able to scale so much quicker with that. Like when, you know, you don't have the ability to get in front of new people, mm-hmm. that's typically where your business stalls out. Yeah. And so I remember a uh, sales coach or um, one of the guys I used to work with would always talk about leads being like oxygen to your business. Like you just mm-hmm. need oxygen to keep things going. Uh-huh, yeah, um, And it's like, you get to a point where it's, it's a bit freeing. Cause in the beginning as an entrepreneur, I always felt like very, it, it was probably like more childhood related of like, Oh, there's like never enough money. This like relation of like, you know, 
oh, we got to save, got to save that. I'll just do it. Like, and just pouring yourself, trying to spread yourself everywhere. I think I've, you know, like finally over the last few years gotten to this point of like, okay, if this person has already, they've already been through the journey I'm about to embark on, they know the way, they know the path, and they can get me actually there the quickest. I know this investment will be like 10 times the value of what I'm paying. So I'm willing to pay that money up front to give me the shortcut to get me there. Well, and it only, it's logical. It makes a lot of sense, right? I mean, if you're going to be an Olympic athlete, you're hiring the best coach that's going to help you get there. If you're going to be, you know, if you want to be a great musician, you're like, people seem to have no trouble spending money in one area, Mm -hmm. but they get like whether it's in business or whether it's in health like whatever your values are in your life mm-hmm. if you want to get there faster pay someone who already knows like why are you spending all your time trying to figure it out and throwing what was the term you used to say spray and pray is that mm-hmm. what you yeah mm-hmm. it's it, yeah it's different like you're just spraying it's a different it's probably a different image than spraying and praying but you're like let me just mm-hmm. go out and try to collect all this information I mean nobody has time for that if you want to be mm-hmm. great at something invest in invest in it and get there faster and it'll, it'll pay off in droves. Yeah, it is weird. eh? like, there's almost like this cultural, I don't know if it's cultural. I'm going to guess that maybe it is where we think we should know, we should be able to just struggle through like the business side of things. Like you should just know how to do all this stuff and mm-hmm. automatically be good at it. And if not, yeah. then it's not for you. And the yeah. same with like health and fitness. It's like, no, no, no. Just keep struggling through it. Like you'll get it yeah. one day. Like if that was our mentality, that would be like, I'm just going to walk everywhere, like right. everywhere. Like I'm not, I'm not going to drive. I'm not going to fly. Yeah. I'm going to walk. Yeah. It's like, why do we allow that perception of, you know, business, health and fitness, like those things to really be the things that we're like, no, no, no. I, I need to figure this out on my own. I'm just going to, you know, take the long way around. Like, yes. Yeah. And that's why I think it's, it's so amazing. Like there is a lot of landscape and opportunity for a lot of different types of coaches in all the industries. Cause it's like, look, find a coach who has a life or a business or a body or an energy, whatever it is that you're wanting and hire that person because they obviously know how to get there. They got there themselves. You know, and uh, you know, because we all seem to know how to, we know how to get where we've gotten right now. And mm-hmm. if someone else follows that same strategy, I mean, they will get there as well. It's just about the belief, the permission to do it, and then the strategy to get there. Have you heard much about Joe Dispenza? He yeah, is like, okay, I've been binging him lately, and I was okay. really hoping that we would somehow end up talking about him. So I'm glad okay. that the segue. <laughs> Okay. Is, is getting getting us to this um d- to be able to talk about him um i know i've probably talked about this many times actually on the podcast but it's like worth repeating um okay so he is a um he was a chiropractor and has become like a um neurologist like just studying how the brain works and things like that but he got hit when he was running a triathlon when he was like very young and basically was told by like five, four, four different doctors, actually four different surgeons. Like you need surgery. This is the surgery you need for your spine to be like, and you're going to have rods in your spine. You're, you know, there's all these things that you're going to be working through for the rest of your life. And he um, had, a, I think just enough knowledge to be naive enough that like he thought it could be possible that he could heal himself through his mind and his thoughts and his brain and all these like untapped areas of the brain. 
And, you know, so he said, no, I'm not, I'm not going to do the surgery. I'm going to give myself five weeks and I'm going to see what I can do. And so he started changing the pathways in his brain with thought. So basically, you know, you sit down to meditate and they say that we think about the same 7% something of your thoughts are the same every day. Yeah. Yeah. It's like 90, 90% you're thinking the same thing. So how do you change yourself? If, if your thoughts are the same every single day, you only have 10% of your um, conscious thought that is being guided. The rest of it is all subconscious. So he started to focus on that thinking like, okay, if I can change my thoughts and, and I can picture my body healing itself and all these things, Mm -hmm. that's going to lead me on this path to being able to heal myself. Mm -hmm. And he basically says it wasn't until thought alone was not enough. Like it was not changing his brain waves or doing anything. It's when he combined the intense emotion of being so grateful that he, his body had been healed and what that felt like that the change actually started to happen. Mm -hmm. And so he had kind of promised himself, promised the universe, promised whoever your spiritual guru would be that if this worked, his life's mission would be to help other people change their thoughts and be able to create whatever it was if they were overcoming disease, manifesting or building the life that they actually wanted. This was his path if this worked. And so he started, after this worked for him, he started studying other people, miraculous healing, and he calls it becoming supernatural. Anyways, it's so fascinating to think that all of this is um, possible to be changed through the way that we think about things. And Mm -hmm. in meditation, he basically talks about getting through, you have this like um, analytical barrier Mm. in your brain until you're about six years old. Like once you turn six, before that, you don't have it. So everything Mm -hmm. that you learn and you pick up from your surroundings, like you hear money doesn't grow on trees or you know, oh, rich people, they take advantage of everyone, whatever it may be. You just, you accept it. And that is running in your operating system, like at a subconscious level. As you're operating in everyday life, all the, like 90% is under the surface that you don't really know unless you analyze like what is going on. And the only, the, well, the one way that you can get there is either either through drugs or hallucinogenics or meditation, choose your poison, whatever you prefer. (laughs) <laughs> but the the um the meditation part is interesting because if you can get to that underlying brainwave level where your brainwaves are slow enough like getting into gamma waves they call it then basically you can start to penetrate uh beyond that analytical level so you're not like you know kind of stopping the thought process of like oh that's not possible and that you're like breaking beyond that barrier and so this has been freaking life-changing, like just learning these techniques and, and different ways to think about, you know, the operating system and how to really um, create that change where you actually feel, you, you start to not feel lack because you're not comparing like this time and space of where you are now and where you want to go. If you mm-hmm. can recreate these emotions right now of I'm already there, I already feel the gratitude. There's not that space between where you need to get to. Yeah. And that probably removes a lot of anxiety, a lot of fear, a lot of doubt, a lot of, you know, a lot of the things that how do you best consume him? Like, love that question. Okay. So there's this series called Rewired. 
So mm-hmm. I found a new, my new Netflix is called Gaia, G-A-I-A. And it's, it's like the Netflix of like everything from brain. Yeah. Like the brain to afterlife stuff, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. very like out there, but super cool, interesting concepts. So, but you can also get it on YouTube. If you look okay. up Joe Dispenza and mm-hmm. you look up, there's a series called rewired. Okay. Like it's been uh, one thing that has been such a gift, I would say over the last, like, it was really since we went to Seattle to see Keith, our, our mentor mm-hmm. there. And it kind of just reminded me that like, okay, that's when I had a couple of visualizations doing Joe Dispenza meditations in the past. Mm. I got to dig into this stuff a little bit, of, a little bit more. So anyways, I wanted to share that. I'm really glad we got to talk about that because that yeah. was on my mind to make sure we covered today. I'm so excited. Now I'm excited to listen to that and give it a good Google search and dive into some meditations because it you realize the longer you go through life, like how much mindset plays a role in everything, right? Our own baggage, our limitation, our triggers. And it is the gateway to our growth, right? Is are the things that hold us back. So not only are our children, you know, you said you talked about that earlier, like our children are obviously mirrors of, of our ability. It's why they drive us so crazy sometimes, you know, mm-hmm. is that a, a reflection of our own baggage or our own past mm-hmm. traumas or our own lack of growth. But any relationship is, I think, right? Like, so no matter what, and when you're in business, you're going to be de- constantly meeting new people, developing new relationships, and they will all trigger something in you. And, and in order for us to get beyond, it's always what's stuck in our brain. I like that concept of the analytical level. We just need to get mm-hmm. beyond that and underneath it. Yeah. And the, the last thing I'll, um, I'll say, I'll add to this or say is just about the, the one thing that hit uh, really home for me was the fight or flight response Mm -hmm. that we tend to get into when we like, I could actually feel all the emotions and make my body release all the chemicals it used to thinking about sitting in, you know, like my office at good life, having to hit a sales Mm -hmm. number and feeling like, okay, I got like feeling that anxiety and stress. And this is the interesting Mm. thing. Our body doesn't know the difference between whether something is happening or whether we're remembering it happening. So this fight or flight response comes from also like sitting in traffic, going on social media, all the things that kind of trigger our bodies to be, Mm -hmm. think we're in danger. And what happens is when you are constantly in that mode, your body can't do anything else, but -hmm. just survive. So this is where like disease and these sort of things is what Joe Dispenza talks about come into play is that you don't have the energy to create or do anything else beyond that. Mm -hmm. So even the idea of being able to stop and recognize that you're perhaps in fight or flight and start to change those brain waves Uh as it's happening is what helps, um, helps you not only to create and be in that space, like you're definitely you feel so much different when you're in that creative uh, place, but then you can actually like, he goes real deep. I, I can't begin to explain how he talks about the um, energetic fields and whatever else, but it just, it completely makes sense. You're going to attract a different energy when you're in fight or flight. And like, I know myself like snappy with everything versus being in a state of creation. So anyways, that's the, uh, so fascinating because obviously I study that, but more on like a weight loss hormone level. And mm-hmm. like what, what science has shown us as proof it through studies is that 
when we are in fight or flight, like our, our body physiologically moves into a preparation for that fight or flight. So not only are we having to just deal with the extra chemical pump of cortisol pumping through our body, so the body can't do the other things, but the metabolism is suppressed and the fat storage is amped up. Mm. It doesn't matter what you eat during that time. It will be put into fat storage, whether it's a salad or a piece of cake, because your body needs to keep it in order to prepare for an outcome that's never happening for us Mm. because we're never getting out of that. So it's, you know, it obviously, it it impacts us on so many levels, physically, mentally, emotionally, and energetically. Wow. That's so crazy. Makes so much sense. Yeah. 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 I'm going to dive in. Thank you for this. I'm excited. Super cool. Amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Uh, thank you. I so appreciate this chat today, Bria. And yeah, it's so great to catch up and be talking about, you know, what's to come on the horizon 2023 and uh, uh, where can people uh, find you and, and learn more about uh, about what you do and all the things you teach around hormones and how to get your, your hormones in check. Thank you so much. So probably, you know, anywhere in the podcast life of iTunes or Spotify, you can check out the Period Whisperer podcast or um, come check me out on Instagram, Bria underscore period underscore whisperer. Nice. Awesome. Thank you so much, Bria. I so, so appreciate your time today. Thank you. It's always a pleasure. Thanks for taking the time to level up today. If you're ready to commit to personal and professional growth, move forward, make money and grow your health and fitness business, head to my free community on Facebook, Business Bootcamp for Fitness Coaches, so I can support you every step along the way. Thank you so much for tuning in today and we'll see you right back here next week on Social Selling Simplified.